It's time for Mama Bear Donita on the Mama Bear Cancer Support Radio Podcast. Welcome to The Sharing Den, where we share cancer stories, products, and information to support anyone going through the journey. We will be there for you. We will be there with you. Now, welcome Mama Bear Donita. This is Donita and Donita Mama Bear podcast. And today I wanted to talk about the balance between being a patient and a survivor. And what I'm hoping that you'll get from this is your definition of what survivorship is. Five cancer diagnoses, 11 surgeries, two parents that were affected by cancer, one passed away during a caregiving event that we were there for. I've had a suicide attempt. I've had, my husband lost his job. We moved across the country. My son got married. I live with my adult children. These are all, they have an aging parent. These are all things that probably made your stomach hurt because they've certainly made my stomach hurt over the years. And I realized that part of my problem was I never really defined survivorship and what that meant to me. I'm realizing that survivorship is very important for self diagnosis for you to understand what survivorship means to you. I was on autopilot for about 10 years before I realized that it, that, that wasn't going to work. And I would like to tell you that I woke up one day and was like, I got this, I can do this. But yeah, it, it did not happen that way. And even though I'm a fixer, I'm a mama bear. That's what I do. I couldn't do it for myself. And I realized that I needed to do it for myself before I could do anything for anybody else. That I was basically in a holding pattern of fear and being scared and just operating from a, a point of scaredness that didn't really work very well for me at all. As a matter of fact, I'm not so sure I didn't manifest some more cancers that way. Fear defeats more people than any one thing in the world. Ralph Waldo Emerson said that so many years ago. And how true is that? Do the thing you fear the most and keep on doing it as if this is the best documented way of overcoming fear. Dale Carnegie. I'm currently reading his book on public speaking that was written over 100 years ago. So, I mean, this is not new. We've been battling this as humans for a very long time. What they don't tell you in these quotes is how. I mean, he does say, keep doing the same thing over and over again, but how do you keep doing the same thing over and over again? And that's kind of what I want to teach you. I'm a teacher. I can't give it up. Is the how. If you're afraid of swimming, you take lessons. If you're afraid of snakes, you learn about snakes. Or maybe not. Maybe you just avoid them. If you are afraid of driving, you learn how to drive well. You typically can conquer fear with education. Education is the key to starting the journey of overcoming fear. And I want to concentrate on survivorship and the fear associated with being a survivor. Some of the things you might think, oh my gosh, am I going to get it again and again and again and again, like I did. Oh my, how are all these surgeries going to affect me? How am I going to look? How is my new body part going to look? My old body body part went away, my scars, my mental scars, my physical scars, my emotional scars. You have to dissect the way some people treated you. You don't understand why did my best friend treat me so weird? 
why did my parents not treat me strange, my siblings, and just people that you don't expect. And then why did these people come out of the blue and treat me so fabulous that have never met me? Like, I mean, just, just a lot of dissecting of different behaviors. And then you are going to ask yourself, what now? What do I do now that I'm a survivor? How do I, how do I act? What do I do? What do I do different? Am I different? Of course you're different. With everything you survive, you're different, regardless if it's cancer or, you know, a relationship. It doesn't matter. Sometimes fear is the very thing that keeps us from harm, and that's good fear. You want to have that. But many times it is what keeps us from getting what we want and becoming who we want to be. And becoming educated on fear will really help you control and manage your fear. You are a survivor. Give yourself a little pat on the back there or a little clap. Now what? Did you just finish? Are you going between treatments? Do you still have a surgery ahead of you? Do you still have more treatment ahead of you? Do you have follow-up appointments? For me in particular, the definition of a survivor comes between your last appointment as a patient and your first appointment as a survivor, as I've defined it. So there's about three months in there that you have some time. If you're in that three-month period, now would be a great time for you to address this. And if, you, if you're not, it doesn't matter. I'm just finding that that seems to be kind of the time people start kind of looking at stuff. Oh, I'm going to Google survivor, what might pop up. Maybe don't eat till mama bear popped up. And you are able to kind of read some, through some of my stuff. Well, this is where I'm coming from. I'm coming from a place of wanting to educate you and not wait the full 10 years like I did. But if you need to wait 30 years, doesn't matter. Wait 30 years. You do you. But I'm just trying to help you along that. Have you met the new you? Have you taken some time to get to understand yourself? Or did you just jump right back into life like it was before cancer? Have you acknowledged all of your changes? Have you said to your body, welcome new parts? Welcome arm? Welcome you know, implants, welcome, whatever. I no longer have any girl parts. Goodbye, girl parts. You know, have you acknowledged all of your changes? Are you borderline obsessive with chemicals like I was? Are you freaked out? Oh my gosh, that has a cancer causing chemical. I can't have that. Oh my gosh, that might cause cancer. I can't have that. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And to the point of almost making yourself silly, do you wonder if it's going to come back late at night when you're going to sleep and you're laying on your pillow and those little thoughts creep in your head like little gremlins? Do you feel them? It's going to come back if you don't change. If you, if you use toothpaste with fluoride, it's going to come back. If you use, you know, um, corn syrup, it's going to come back. No, no, stop it. Shut it down. Just go away. Get out of my thoughts. Think of if you feel a bad thought creeping into your head like a little gremlin, then I want you to think about rainbows and your favorite thing that makes you laugh. Think about your family. Think about your friends. Think about your very favorite spot. Everyone has a spot. Mine is the beach and the mountains. I have two spots. So I, I've been lucky enough to live among both those, and I'm very happy about that. Have you reflected on the current state of your relationships? <laughs> They've changed. Whether you acknowledge it or not, they have changed. And it may they, maybe they changed for the better. Maybe things are way better than they were. Maybe things are exactly the same. Maybe things are not great. Maybe you have no idea what is going on. Maybe your hormones are all over the place and you have zero control. And you could be lucky like me and go through menopause 
three times because that's awesome. Note sarcasm. Um, and so have you, if you haven't taken the time to really consider any of these questions, I want you to write in the notes uh, of the comments and I'm going to send you one of these little notebooks, but it's got my friend's sticker, but it's probably going to have a mama bear sticker on it. I want you to journal. Um, and if you don't have one, send me a note. I will mail you one gladly. And then, you know, once you start thinking about these things, I want you in your mind to just observe, just observe. Probably all of you have been in a classroom at some point in time. You've probably been there when the principal came in and just sat in the room. You're wondering, oh, I wonder if they remember I did something bad or if you never did anything bad, you wondered why they were there. They're observing. That's what I want you to do. I want you to observe. And then I want you to examine like what pro thought processes of yours have changed. Do your thoughts serve you? Are they positive? Are they reinforcement? Are they good? Are they happy? Are they, are they in a good place? Are you living the new you? Are you battling the new you with your changes that you've been through? Even if they're like you, like this right here, I had on my side of my face, I had surgery three times to get rid of non-melanoma malignant skin cancer. And each one of those surgeries, I was just thinking, oh, it's going to be fine. It's not going to leave a scar. But no, it, it, it did leave a scar and it did change the side of my face. But, you know, I ignored it for the longest time. I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to think about it. And then I finally realized that wasn't doing me any good either because I could have been putting vitamin E on it. I could have been doing things better. So I'm trying to help you avoid some of the pitfalls that I went through. Do you find certain, certain things, places, and people don't do it for you anymore? Then don't do it. Regardless of your guilt associated with it, do not do it. Yes, I write it down because, you know, I'm a little scatterbrained. So I would encourage you to become a PI on yourself. Watch yourself. Record your thoughts and your feelings and your questions. And look for patterns that raise your eyebrows. Like, I do that. Um, not judgment. No judgment. Just patterns and observations. Because observations make your eyebrows go out. Judgment make them go down and angry. Let's not do that. No line on your forehead or anything. Let's just... Let's just keep it as a PI and, you know, keep it as a scientist. Just observe, record, and keep on, on ask yourself questions. I want you to observe, some of the things you can't observe are how people treat you, how you feel around certain people, what makes you feel weird, what doesn't make you feel weird, when you don't feel heard, what clothes work? What clothes don't work? Your very own wants, just yours. Not your family's, not your friends, not your jobs. Nobody but your wants and needs from the new you perspective. So while you're recording, you do it how that however. If you need me to send you a notebook, if you do voice recording on your phone, if you do the notes on your phone, if you have a notebook in your car, if you have this random piece of paper that you write that down, just have one place you keep it in. Like if it's a file on your phone, or I have this, I am not even joking, I have this basket that hangs on my wall that collects all my random stuff that I have not really made a home for and I need to do something with. So I just leave that on my wall. 
And then when I, I know that all my secure thoughts are inside there and I just need to go find them. I also have about 300 different, I'm not even kidding, different um, notebooks that I write down things in because I never seem to have one with me. I always seem to have a few. So I have a whole library of, of journals that makes sense to me and that's who they need to make sense for. It doesn't matter anybody else. So you record however that works for you and do not record, I mean, I'm sorry, I want you to record your, your thoughts, your observations, your questions, but don't do anything. Don't answer any of your questions. Don't analyze any of your thoughts. Don't, don't really dive into your patterns. Just record them for about 90 days. That's three months. I want you to record your feelings, how people treated you. Again, with no judgment, just write it down. My son was very short with me today, not sure why. Maybe I forgot to make dinner or you know something like that. Try not to be judgmental on yourself. Just try to get the facts. Just like, I can't remember what show that is. There was a show, just the facts, ma'am. So, and then I want you to make, review all of that and make two lists. What stays, what supports your observations, evaluations, and documented thoughts, and what goes? Who, what or who no longer serves you? Jobs, relationships, geographical locations, homes, clothes, cars, shoes, you know, like whatever it is, what pens, you know, give yourself the ability to be able to document everything analyze things, look at things so that you make what an educated decision because you are probably, I mean, you're very young. You can do this. If you're very old, you can do this. It doesn't matter. It is something that can be done effectively to manage your fear because what you don't realize is while you're making all these lists, you're subconsciously recording all of your fears. And if you take them one by one by one, then you can address them one by one by one. And then you can take a big section of fears and make it a manageable section of fears. And that's the easy part. And that's going to be, believe it or not, that defines your survivorship, which is something you absolutely have to do. You have to have control of that. It took me five times to get it. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Always been a little slow on the pickup. They told me a joke in first period. I laughed in the fifth period. If I thought I was like, why is she laughing? Because, oh, that was a funny joke five periods later. So that's kind of that's kind of how my brain works. If you're smarter than me, I'm so happy and proud. And if you have a better way to do this, please share it with me. I, I, I think we should all work together. So if you come upon something that you do feel like is a little bit of a trigger for fear, I want you to listen to my podcast on fear and how to control it. And I'll tell you real quick, to fight fear, you identify fear, acknowledge fear, feel your fear, and then face your fear and repeat as needed. So you're then going to, we're going to talk about this in another podcast, really disperse fear by replacing it with action. So one of the things that happened to me was I had a dear friend who was my friend for a very long time. And when I got my cancer, never acknowledged it, just kind of acted like I didn't have it. And later I was like, that was really hurtful. Why did you act like I didn't have it? Oh, well, I couldn't handle it. What? What do you mean you couldn't handle it? Like 
I couldn't handle it. I needed you there for me. Well, that I'm just not that friend. So I had to understand that that friend was not there for that purpose. Am I still friends? Yes, kind of. I tried, but then I, it's not that I didn't get over the hurt. I just couldn't understand it. And if that wasn't the kind of friend that could be there for me during that, then I didn't need a friend that was there for just the good stuff. Cause that's in my opinion, not really being a friend. So some things you have to do some uncomfortable things. Sometimes you have to tell your parents, no, I am not eating food from a random source that just because you've eaten your whole life and you're fine and you're always going to be fine. I eat organic and I eat chemical free and I eat local. And if you don't like that, tough, you know, 20% of the time I'll meet you halfway and I'll have some of the things you have, but 80% of the time I'm going to try and be in control of it. So, you know, disperse fear by replacing it with action. Believe in yourself and take it one step at a time. Believe in yourself. Understand that you went through this terrible, horrible ordeal, but you are still alive and you're still here. And even if you're just starting survivorship or if you're into survivorship or if you're not there yet, you're still in treatment, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. Fear defeats more people than anything in the world. And you now know how to get a hold of that by defining survivorship, by recording, examining, and moving through some action of your thoughts, and then conquering your fear and moving forward as the new you. So I hope you have a great day. I hope that, that this makes you feel happy and you're excited about getting started in your survivorship. And if you have any concerns, questions, comments, please feel free to to mention them in the comments below. I really appreciate the feedback and share it, share me. So let's, let's get out the word that survivorship is awesome and it's something to be celebrated and it's something to educate yourself on and to be a better you. Have a fantastic day. This is Donita Mama Bear. Until next time, thank you for joining Mama Bear Donita.